This is The Ultimate Mind with Dr. Alok Trivedi, aka Dr. Rewire. Are you ready to unlock the full potential of your health, your wealth, and your relationships? Welcome to The Ultimate Mind, where we dive deep into the world of biohacking, metabolic health, functional well-being, and the money mindset. Each week, you're going to be hearing from enlightened conversations with thought leaders that will give you the insights, the strategies to help you reshape your life, achieve your dreams, and of course, unlock the ultimate potential of your mind. Connect with us on the social in the links below. Welcome back to another episode of the Dr. Rewire podcast. Today, you are in for a treat. I know it sounds like a cliche that you hear often enough, but it's no denying it today. The guy you have to hear from today is not only a legend in his own right, he's one of the most humble, most grateful, most authentic people in humans you'll ever meet in your life. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He's a serial entrepreneur, investor, business and life strategist. He's been awarded the Entrepreneur of the Year Award by Ernest & Young, Top 40 Under 40 Entrepreneur. He's an alumnus of Bingham Young University and of Harvard University, and he's helping people and companies grow throughout the world. He works with tons of well-known leaders, but his greatest, greatest skill and the thing he loves more than anything besides doing all of this stuff is the thing he took me to do for the first time in my life is fishing. He's an avid outdoorsman. Please help me, my guest, my friend, my mentor, please. Randy, go on. Randy, Randy, thanks for bringing me back, Randy. Oh, Dr. T, it's so good to see you, man. I wish we were here in person. It's too bad I know. We've got we to make that happen. Yeah. I know. Whenever but, I get together with you in person, it's just like I become a better human. I become a better man. Like how many times have we spent together? You've come up. We've went fishing. We've been side-by-side -side rides. I think I scared the, the, the dickens out of you one time. When you, <laughs> <laughs> right. you, did. you took me up a mountain that was like 90 degrees straight up. I thought I was going to flip upside down. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> you are a wild man for sure. Randy, you've had, you know, beyond just the levels of success. That's not really what makes you Randy. And I've had a chance to spend time with you, Char, your family. And what makes you so amazing is your ability to balance it all. And that's really what I want to concentrate on this conversation because all this is good, but that's not what you love. All this paperwork is good, but that's not what you love. What you love is in your home, your home, the people. How do you manage to balance all of that, still being all over the world, doing all the things that you do? You have six kids, two sets of twins, an amazing wife. How do you, how do you manage the whole game? Tell us how you do it. You know, it hasn't always been this way. And I always keep it top of mind. I think for me, one of the most important things that I ever did in my life was I, I had a really good mentor when we'd actually build a company. And um, a really good mentor of mine said, all right, Randy, now what are you going to do? And I really said, like, one of the things that I love more than anything is people and is human relationships. One of the things that I most admire is leadership and how we become the best leaders we possibly can be. And so he said, who are the top 25 people in your life? And it really, it really hit me. And he said, go write down 25 people that you love, like, and respect. And, and I, any of the listeners today, I'm going to challenge you to do the same because I'm, I'm always about challenges, right? Mm -hmm. So he had me write down the top 25 people that I love, like, and respect that I might not be doing business with or that I wanted to go deeper with, you know, just not snorkel with, but scuba dive. And he said, come back to me tomorrow and let's discuss the 25. And he said, I want you to take next six months to build relationships with them. So I wrote down 25 business leaders, 25, you know, thought leaders, 25 people that I really loved. And I took it to him. And guess what he said? He said, Randy, where is your wife on here? And where are your six kids on here? He said, I really want you to audit the time that you spend with those that matter most and that mean the most with you and for you. And honestly, at that time, it was really hard. Our business was exploding and we just sold it. 
My wife had her own business and it was exploding. You know, we just had our second set of twins. So I had, I had, you know, four kids under the age of five years old. And it was, it was like herding cats in my house. And so we, me and my wife were like two ships in the night. And so I did, I made a conscious effort at that point is that I'm going to put those that matter most, you know, at the very, very center of my life. Also understanding that we have to make sure that we're prioritizing those things. And I don't believe in work-life balance. I actually believe in work-life harmony. Like that. Which is, which is my wife knows I'm always going to be an entrepreneur. My wife knows I'm always going to have, you know, things that come up. My wife does understand that I might need to take a call during a family vacation or I need to wake up early and do stuff because that's what we do as entrepreneurs. Sure. But I do compartmentalize and I do focus when I need to focus and I shut things down when I get home. And so I think just really understanding that work-life harmony as an entrepreneur has made all the difference. And then I ensure that I'm spending time and I'm auditing my time with those and spending time with those that matter most. It's amazing how you do that. The, the, the way that you said that the work-life harmony is so different than the idea of work-life balance. Realizing that harmony is that like it's going to exist. You have to be able to dance and both try to be perfect in the word balance. And stuff. I love that. What do you think, like, when you were growing up, you said, hey, I wanted to go out and I want to build a company. And I, you shared a story, which is really cool. That's why I'm asking this. But you wanted to build a company and your dad gave you this amazing advice. And you went out and you said, okay, I'm going to go start this thing. You started your company at a young age. Yeah. And you were working with all the big names in the, in the industry, the thought leaders of the world. Like, where did that stem? And what was that advice that you gave? Growing up, my dad was the high school football coach for 33 years. I think he's still the most winning coach in, in Idaho. And I remember we would always, when we drive out to the ranch and when we'd, we'd do things, we'd always listen to Jim Rome and Dennis Waitley and Zig Ziglar and, you know, all of the greats. We got all these Nightingale Conan tapes. If you remember Nightingale Conan back in the day, yeah. one, of the, one of the first ones that we listened to was The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. And my dad was my hero and he still is. And, uh, you know, he's, he's fighting right now. He's 80, he's coming on 89 years old and, and still just a legend. And I remember the first time when I was going to college, I came down the stairs in our, in our home. We had shaggy stairs and I still remember it. I have my duffel bag with me and I've got my books and everything. <laughs> he says, present him down. He gives me a massive hug and he grabs my cheeks. He's like, Randy, I want you to remember a couple things. And he said that if you don't have your own goals, somebody else will use you for theirs. That was the very first thing he said. And then the next thing he said is that always also remember that people will always be more important than things. And so those were two pieces of advice that really, really stuck with me. And so when I went to college, I started studying and I just always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to own my own destiny. I always, I mean, I can create anything that anybody else can do with these two hands. That's where my greatest joy comes from, like creating my own destiny. Yeah. So you started that at a young age. I mean, you, you started your business in college, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I had, I had a business because I, I mean, again, my parents were high school teachers and, and we had a ranch, but you know, we were wealthy in other ways. Uh, I mean, I started a college in high school taking out the girls' trash called Buck Buck, and I was making, you know, between four and five grand a month just taking out the trash because it was cold and cold. And we just pull up my dad's truck, and it was a, every Tuesday and every Thursday I take it out. I was earning an income that way. But then at that, that got me the entrepreneurial bug, and I'm like, dude, making money is fun. It's super fun, mm -hmm. super easy. But I really wanted to build a company that made a massive impact and that did good by doing good. So we we started when I was a junior in college back a company that was became one of the largest one-on-one -on -one coaching and training companies that were out there. We actually did all the back-end coaching and leadership training for 
lot of the big thought leaders and things um, of the day and uh, grew that for about 14 years and had well over 600 employees. And it was just, it was a ton of fun. We were building a company that became one of the just a great, great coaching, training and education company. It was a, it was a ton of fun. So, and when you built that, you started in college, you were a young man, you had all the, the vigor. Now what keeps you going today? What keeps the drive going today? You built it like you don't have to do anything more, but you still are, you're still like traveling more than I know what to do with. You're everywhere. You're working your tail off and you're, you're part to so many different aspects. What, what is that bug that keeps you going to the next level? For me, you know, it's, it's changed. You change from creating to growing to impact, uh, I mean, actually to investing and now I love investing in companies and growing companies. And I love investing my time, my energy and resource into sitting on some boards and helping people just really scale and grow. But now you move to a state of impact. It's just like, if, if I can help amazing people like humongous thought leaders make a massive impact and reach the lives of millions of people in new ways that they ever thought possible, that's what gets me out of bed. And that's what gets me pumped up. And that's what helps me get going during the day. Or if we can invest in something that, you know, becomes a household name that is a company that does by good by doing good. That is what gets me more excited than anything else. I love that. And it's always doing good by being good, right? It's like, that's just, that's the reality. It's the being of who you are inside of it. You have an interesting way of looking at relationships. And we stated something, there's a formula that you have, like how you look at relationships. I'd love for you to talk about that because you, you have by far got to be the most connected, most trusted individual I've ever met in my life. And you look at relationships through a different lens. Can you share that with me? Yeah. I mean, the thing that I think is important as far as relationships go, especially if there's people in here that are in hard relationships or relationships that may be strained, is that there is a process in all relationships, Dr. Dreddy, that you go through. And it's a four stages. It's called forming, storming, norming, and performing. And so all relationships, marriages, partnerships, friendships, all go through these things. Most of them die at that second stage where it's, you know, forming and then storming. We all go through that piece. Are we going to make this through? Are we going to make it through the hard stuff so mm -hmm. that then we can start normalizing things? And then what I teach is that high performance stage. It's like, how can you be a high performer in, in relationships, in your relationships, in your life? And so those four stages, you just have to recognize that we're all going to go through them. And so part of that is you have, I have, that's, that's one. And that's not my formula. That's a huge research study that's been done, but I teach it a lot. And I train it a lot. People are like, I'm like, where are you at in that relationship? Where, where are you at? Are you in the storming phase? Are you in the norming phase? Are you in the high performing phase? Or how do we get there? But I have another formula that ensures that, you know, and a lot of times in my life, I haven't always been perfect. Right. And so you learn, you and I have, we've got some, we've been through some stuff. Sure. We've been through relationship challenges you go through things but what i want to do with your listeners today is help them really mitigate any pitfalls that they run into because the worst thing that you can do is do business with somebody or do a partnership with somebody that ends up being bad you know back in the day there was one partnership that was looked very very promising financially and we were doing a massive deal with them but just something was off you know it's like everything sounds great documentation looks great. Like everything's following, but both me and my business partner were just like, you know, it just, you know, let's, let's go for it. And I think I had to go through these learning lessons and that's why we do these. We learn. And so at the end of the day, you go through three years and you're just like, nothing came through what they promised. None of the customers were able to do. They weren't, weren't paying like they said they were going to pay. 
So, I mean, all of those things started to add up and yet all of a sudden we're already entangled, right? You're already, sure. already wrapped around the axle and they're just, then all of a sudden it's just like, well, what do you do? And then they try. So there's just things that happen that, that the worst thing to do is do relationships and business with people that end up turning bad. So my formula for that is the P over the E squared, which is your principles have to be above your ego and self-economic interest. Have you ever ran it? Have you ever had an experience like that? You know, for the listeners. We all have, right? But that's true. You're like, you got to stick to your principles first, but the ego and the economic thing will pull you every time. It's hard to, it's difficult. It's a difficult game, but that's, you're right. The more you can stay in your center of where you are, I think that's where it comes down to, as, as we say in this world, staying centered to, to who you are and what you do. I completely agree. And I, and I love it. Also in relationships, like the best relationships that I have is that I can say whatever I want to say. I can speak my mind. They were in that high-performing phase, right? Where we already have trust. You're already like a you know Navy SEAL team or SEAL Team 6 or whatever you want to call it. Because then you can have those open dialogues. Then I, you don't worry about what people think about you. And I have such an awesome friendship and relationship. We can have those good dialogues. I mean, you've already blessed and changed my life so much with just your teaching and training. But our greatest sorrows and our greatest joys come from our relationships. Our greatest sorrows and our greatest joys come from the walls of our own homes. And so you need to like, like audit those in your life. Because I promise you at the end of the day, you would hate to be somebody that's sitting on a huge pile of money and gold and have zero friendships and relationships. For me, that would be miserable. Yeah. I would rather have deep, meaningful, massive, amazing friends that like that we are do changing the world together. That's for me, that's like pure, that's what prosperity means to me. And that's what true wealth means to me. And especially if you can do stuff with friends that you love, like, and respect that you can actually grow and do business together. That's so. it, right? Why not take your friends with you? But go to the top. You might as well take your friends with you. So many people want to do it alone. They think yeah. they do it alone. That they ever want. Anyone with idealism, it's a beautiful ego, as you were saying earlier, but think that you do it alone. Randy, yeah. when you look at business, I've never really asked you, but it's something interesting to see. What if you've seen change in the industry? from the idea of personal development, content, people, technology. What have you seen change from that side? And I guess, where do you see it going from the business investor side of things as well? You know, the what I, I really see, I think that human performance is just getting better and better and better. You know, personal development used to be really just focused on our mind, right? And now there's so much of a connection. Like the next call that I have is with an amazing author, speaker that has written a book on flow you know, and is the world's best on that. And there's another one on happiness. But now I think our person personal development is going way more holistic and that it's just not the training and the education side of things, that it's getting more holistic on our health, on what we eat. You know, the people like what I do my most is it's the people that we hang around actually helps help your head straight. Like yeah. it's hard. It's hard to be high performance if you have really strained relationships. You can't be, right? So for me, I think everything's getting better and better and better. At the same time, I think we have more distractions than we've ever had. We have more mental you know, struggles than we've ever had. We have more opportunities than we ever had. So I think that there's a huge coll collision of distractions and other things coming at the same time. All of this great thing is happening. So 
I think that's why you're so amazing is because it's like, where is the truth on high performance? Where is the truth on personal development? Where are the things that are going to be the right fit for you to really maximize your time, energy, and efforts? And so I think that it's just going to continue to get better, but we do have to be aware of all of the distractions that are coming as well. I think that's so true. It's a, it's a wise way to look at it as well, right? Because we are more holistic than many accounts, but I think that holisticness hasn't been intertwined one another. I think that's kind of what we need to be, kind of the path we're on, I think. But you're right, there's a lot of noise and distraction to take this away from my children. makes a ton of sense. As a business, where do you see the business going? Where do you see, you know, do you see the, the world moving into books? Do you see it moving into technology? Do you see it moving, in, you know, from that side, from the private sector? Does, and does the private sector really care about personal development from that standpoint? Are they looking for more consumables and things like that that, that are more hard, hard assets of the connection to work with? Yeah. I think I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it's going to be again like it's multidimensional. It's not just books. It's not just technology. It's not just you know you know health health related thing. It's going to be how all of those. I think the real winners are going to be able to pull together how they put all of those together um, using technology, using AI, using you know wearables that that make us more i mean i wear i have you know the aura ring that tracks my sleep which is another huge part of your happiness and joy and so i think it's going to be i don't think it's so fragmented still i don't think anybody completely owns that space but i do think that there will be a there's a that's a i mean trillion dollar industry if you look at everything from health wellness and you know mental wellness and health and longevity and human capacity it's it's massive. Are you finding like through that world that the amount of the AI and health, I mean, this is the research I've done on AI and health is just insane. The amount of opportunity that lives in that space right now is just crazy. They were talking about this, like my, my uncle's a cardiologist. And he said that like three or four years ago, they were doing surgeries, like, all robotic surgeries without it, anyone doing it. Now it's going to be all doctor, doctorless AI surgery, which is going to be unreal. Yeah. Like the, the nature of this is going to move into a whole different area. Right yeah. now, with your kids, uh, here, let's go back to family because I, I think this is where we connect on this. Uh, we're, we're sending pictures of each other's kids and our family, what we're doing on a Sunday to each other. When you look at the kids and, and you've got our girls and boys, and what do you teach them about business? How do you teach your children about business? And what do you, what principles do you, or do you even try to at this point? About business? Yeah. You know, I, we have some really important ages are the ages between 10 and 14 is really what they call that age of impact. And I happen to have four kids in that age right now. And so teaching them that like money isn't the root of all evil, the love of money is right. Like teaching them that being able to create and being able to grow things and being able to have your own diversity of thought and your own thinking. I think for me with my kids, it's a good combination of teaching them business skills and leadership skills, but it's also a good combination of teaching them how to overcome fear and to have courage mm -hmm. because being an entrepreneur is being able to manage fear and risk. Yeah. And so I don't think, I think the world in the last, I mean, even since COVID, I think the last three years, and I know this for a fact, we have not done a good job at teaching our youth how to address fear and how to gain that courage muscle. And so like for this weekend, I mean, we went, canoeing, we went whitewater rafting, we go horseback riding, we go rappelling, we go on really, really, really hard hikes. And I, I do stuff for my kids to help them grow their courage muscle, right? Mm -hmm. So I think helping them get their own businesses going, helping them figure out ways where that they can serve, helping them find ways that they could speak at events or in church or, you know, stand up and do certain things. 
That I think is probably the most important thing is to help our children have courage because then they will be better leaders and people will follow them and they'll actually have the courage to make an impact in this world. I love that so much. Teach them to have the courage muscle. Like that's such a unique, simple statement. That's my takeaway today, Randy. Teach teach them to have that courage muscle that's so powerful inside them. When you yeah. play the game of life, let's call it that, because it's, it is a game. Where you play the game of life, you are already a blessed thing. You already do amazing things. You already are such an amazing leader, father in this industry, the people inside that. What do you want the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years to look like for you? You know, I think for me is, again, is how can I leave a legacy? You know, as I think about my own mortality, I don't want people to say he was a good man. You know, I want people to say he was a great man and he did amazing things. So I really feel like for me, I am just getting started in a big way. I really do. I I want there to be uh, being a leader and taking risk and doing things you're not always going to you're not always going to win with some people. But it's like how can I leave this world better? And I do think that I can make the most impact by working with leaders like yourself and working with people behind the scenes. And really I don't need to have my name out there in lights or whatever, but I I I love it when people are like, like when people talk about you it's like, it's not who you know, it's who knows you and what they say about you behind and closed doors. That's the most important asset that you can have. That's the most important thing that you can ever have in your life. So I think for me, it's continuing to work with just amazing, amazing leaders to help them reach and impact more lives. I'm working on another book right now. I'm going to take my time on it, but it really is going to be about how we can make the most out of our lives. So I think for me, it's going to continue to work in the space of human performance and human development and continue to invest in great people and companies in that space. I love that. Randy, I have to ask you, just because I have to ask you, favorite book? You no, know, I have a couple. I would say one of my all-time favorite books is by Clayton Christensen, How Will You Measure Your Life by Clayton Christensen. That, for me, is like a must-read for everybody. One of my favorites. And he was our teacher when I was going to school. He actually taught us in church as well. Like, just an amazing thought leader, businessman. Um, we lost him a few years ago, but, but that book really, really hit me. And then one of you haven't read is Del Carnegie. I read it when I was 17 years old is how to win friends and influence people. Those two would be two musts for me. Favorite movie. Favorite movie. One of my favorite movies is Rudy. Yeah, it is. That's right. You're the real life Rudy, man. I love the underdog. I love having heart. I love having courage doing things. Somebody said that it couldn't be done but I won't be one of those that will, will cower to that. Somebody says it can be done. I just, it makes me want to get it done even more. Final question. Favorite football coach of all time? Favorite football coach of all time? Have to be my dad. Have to be, have to be my dad. Just because, I mean, he has impacted me and thousands of, thousands of kids that he's coached over the years to be a better man and to be better people. And, you know, I love it. And I hope my kids have the love and respect that I have for my dad. I, I aspire to be like him in so many ways, but I'd have to say my favorite coach of all time is my pops for sure. I love that. And I think that's one of the things that makes you so real, right, Randy? It's not just you, you know, it's not just a bunch of him and hum words and things like that. This is your life. That's, that's hopefully, if you guys were listening to me, you know, Randy is one of the most authentic, real human beings we're going to be in your life. And I'm honored to call him my mentor, my friend, my a guy in this whole journey and this process, you've opened so many doors and helped me see the world in such a different way. And I'm so humbled and grateful to call you a friend and a mentor and, and just someone that I can share. And call it what you call it. Let's do life together, right? And someone that I can do life together. I want yeah. to thank you for all of your love and friendship, brother. And I want to thank you all for listening to me as well. Thanks, Dr. T. Love you, brother. And uh, keep rocking, man. We got some good things ahead of us. We're just getting started.
We're just getting started. Ladies and gentlemen, if you you know where to like this, share this, share this with your friends. Randy Garn, the man, the myth, the legend. He's amazing. Please go check him out here. Randy Garn. You just chat to on Instagram or Randy Garn. Where else can people find you, Randy? Yeah, you can just go to randygarn.com as well, or Randy Garn on Instagram is a, is a good one as well. Awesome. Thank you again, guys. I'll see you guys next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Ultimate Mind Podcast. Your support means the world to us. If you found value in today's conversation, be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Ready to go deeper? Download the UltiMind app and try it for seven days free and learn to rewire your brain every single day to take charge of your mind and live the ultimate life.